0: Welcome to CarPro USA with Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry owned his own dealerships for decades, was chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council twice, and can give you insider information that no online car buying site could possibly provide. His sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, a Radio Hall of Famer. He keeps the show moving and brings in brand muffins every week. Hey, you gotta have that fiber. Now, here they are with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive on car Pro USA.
3: Hey there, I'm Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Proud to be with you today and thanking you for listening to the CarPro Show. And we are here every single weekend, and we are here to help you make a good, smart car buying decision and navigate the weirdness that is the auto industry today, because we're seeing crazy things happening. We're seeing vehicle shortages on new, particularly popular ones, and particularly trucks and SUVs. And then we're seeing record high prices at the auctions and as trade-in values. I mean, I had a story in this week's free weekly newsletter about uh, the Mannheim auction, which is the one that I watch every Wednesday.
4: And that goes on all across the country, right?
3: Oh, they got – it's the biggest auction company in the world. They sell – you know, 20,000 plus vehicles a day. And they have an index that charts prices at the auction. They're up 26% from the same time a year ago. That's a massive number when you're talking about wholesale values that dealers are paying up 26%. I'm seeing crazy things. I'm seeing dealers taking brand new cars to the auction because they'll bring more there. So bottom line is, with the shortages, you can't be real picky right now, and and that's a shame because the perfect world would be to have these used car prices and have plenty of new inventory out there. So you could go dump your trade in, get way more than top dollar for it, and have the vehicle that you want. Unfortunately, right now, you're going to probably have to settle. If you find the exact vehicle you're looking for and you are particular on what you want, you're going to have trouble. And so you draw. I, I try to, depending on the case, I try to advise people. Okay, well, you know what? The rebates and incentives are down right now. They're down about a thousand dollars a car from what they were in March. So you know how much more is your trade-in worth today than it will be in the summertime when rebates go back up. And right now, it's it's an overwhelming. Try to find a vehicle that you like so that you can take advantage of this used car market. And and because the used car prices are up more now than the rebates will ever go up, ever, ever, even in December. So things to think about as you ponder your next car adventure. Kevin McCarthy is my trusty sidekick, and he's here.
4: You know, I didn't pull out my Apple iPhone calculator. Sometimes
3: you scare me. What? Go ahead.
4: What? Oh, it didn't pull. Okay, twenty-six percent. Mister Math here says that means if last year, this time last year, I had a trade-in that was worth twenty thousand dollars. Yes. This year, it's probably worth twenty-five thousand dollars. Correct. That's a lot of money. And if it's a truck or
3: SUV, you could,
4: remember that's an average. If it was a forty thousand dollar last year, this year it's up to fifty thousand dollars. Yes. That's serious money. Car, price, used car prices aren't supposed to go up twenty five percent a year.
3: No, they're supposed to go down every year, and that's just not been the case. We saw this last June, when new cars got short because of COVID. The dealers started buying used cars left and right, and that that raised prices. So you know, when, when I see, I mean, Ram TRX. I reviewed that back in the fall. It's a beast of a truck, 702 horses. Um, It's the Raptor Fighter, right? Yeah, it's the Raptor Fighter. It was a cool truck. I I really enjoyed it. But it had a window sticker price of $89,000. I saw three of them go through the auction this past Wednesday, all with low miles, under 1,000 miles, and the least expensive one brought (sighs) $115,000.
4: So these people... Have, who have the low mileage ones, they're just seeing the market and saying, uh, I think I'll just take advantage, take the profit and buy something else.
3: I had a guy that sold, uh, give me the a 2018 Raptor the other day mm-hmm. for more than he paid for it in 2018. That's just, I mean, I know. that's harder to turn down. It doesn't
4: make sense. But then it's like, you know, the, the housing market right now, they're saying, well, you can get a whole lot of money for your house. But then, if you want to go buy another one, it's going to be really expensive.
3: (laughs) Just going to give it back. Yeah. Let's talk to Nathan in Houston. Nathan, what's up, my friend?
2: Hey, thank you very much for taking a call. First of all, hope you all are doing all right. Thank you, sir. Yeah, no problem. A quick uh, couple of questions. First of all, uh, my wife and I basically consolidating two vehicles down to one. Uh, I had a Sonata. I've just sold it. We have a Nissan Sentra, two thousand fourteen. It's an SV uh this yeah, you know, i know they've had issues with the cvt transmission uh right is that what that is, is yes that correct?
3: correct and, okay, yeah. and particularly yeah, so that year
2: that, yes and we had that redone and then actually they reimbursed me later on believe it or not in that class action lawsuit that oh they cool had. that's awesome um, yes yeah which i was very shocked by that so um so we're thinking about either selling it or trading it in and I know you've been talking a lot about the used car, you know, market the trade-ins and so on. That's my first question. My second question is we're looking at getting an SUV and she really likes the Jeep Grand, Grand Cherokee or the, you know, or just the Cherokee. I wanted to ask you about that and also, you know, if it's be better to trade it in or to sell it or also, in terms of an SUV, uh, something like that or similar to it. Especially, you know, I'm a fuel-efficient type of guy, so the best one possible for that as well.
3: Okay. The um, Jeep Grand Cherokee is one of my favorites. has been for a long, long time, um, just because it's been so good through the years. Um, the six-cylinder Pentastar engine in that thing gets good highway mileage in particular. Now, in town, you're not going to get an Explorer that size, that's going to get great mileage in town. But out on the highway, uh, when the cylinder deactivation kicks in on that thing and you're only running on uh, three cylinders instead of six, man, that thing gets some good mileage out there. So the Cherokee is awfully small, and I I don't find it to be nearly as nice. And frankly, I don't think it's been as dependable as the Grand Cherokee. So I would definitely go with the Grand Cherokee. I'd get the six-cylinder Pentastar. I'd get a brand-new one. Because that's one of the vehicles that the rebates have stayed fairly aggressive on. And I've got three great dealers there in the Houston area for Jeeps. Uh, Bayway, Gilman, and South Fork. All of them are at my website under certified dealers. Trade the Nissan. It will bring more money now than it will ever bring again with the market being the way it is. And that's the funny thing about this used car market that we're in. Even cars that are common sedans are still bringing way more money than they were just a month ago so i hope that helps you my friend
0: car truck suv bulldozer well okay we can't really help you find a bulldozer
3: but for everything else just call jerry reynolds there's a reason i'm called the car pro
0: 1-800-926-7777
4: This is CarPro USA, and I'm always learning something from Jerry. I remember he told me about this several years ago. I've forgotten about it. We're having allergy season right now where we live.
3: Yes, we are.
4: We are, big time. And there's this thing that you have in your car. If you're an allergy sufferer, you really probably need to know about. It's called your cabin air filter. Yes. And... Jerry says if you see it when they take it out and replace it, it kind of looks like your old air conditioning heating
3: filter. It ain't pretty. A lot of them are yellow Eww. from pollen. Ew. Yeah, but man, if if you're an allergy sufferer, sure keep that stuff out of the inside of your car as long as you you change it on a regular basis. And different cars have different intervals. Where some are bigger than some are smaller. Um, About they're not average. very oh twenty five thousand miles or so. Oh okay. They're not very expensive, although some. Repair places do sort of gouge you on them. Uh, it's best to shop around, and it's best to look in your owner's manual and see if it's something you can change yourself. Some of them are super easy. Speaking, some of them are not.
4: Speaking of shopping around, I saw an article about the vehicle shortage and everything uh, yesterday, and it was talking about finding you know a deal, getting the car you wanted, and it said some buyers – are having to f- are finding out that if they'll expand their area where they're looking they might get a better deal what have you said for years about <laughs> our dealers not being next door to everybody
3: yeah that's true well that was brilliant yeah <laughs> I love some of these automotive riders uh, this week's newsletter we'll get it to you today if you'll subscribe today from the uh, bottom of carprousa.com we had a review of the new Toyota Sienna minivan. And, man, it was awesome. I'll tell you that. Uh, we loved it, and and it's an all-wheel drive hybrid. And, man, is it nice. Got the cool stuff like the vacuum cleaner and all that. Take a look. Subscribe today. We'll get it to you today. Next week, I'll have a review of the 2021 Mercedes E350 sedan, which has been a godsend on my back this week. Mm-hmm. Joshua, San Antonio, Texas. Welcome. How can I help you? Oh,
2: good afternoon! Thank you for having me on, sir. You bet, sir. Um, I had thank you. I've been a uh, Toyota Prius driver since 2007. I I live by them. They are great cars. Yes, they are. Um, last year, I <laughs> last year I got a 2017 Prius, and um, it's been doing really good for me. But my finances have changed a little bit, and the payments are a little high. And Hyundai's got a lot of really nice deals with their 2021s uh, with lower payments, but I haven't been in anything besides a Toyota for so long. I don't know what's comparable from Hyundai uh, that would be uh, equal to what I'm used to in a Prius. So I was calling you okay. for some advice on some Hondas.
3: I mean, there's 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 no better there's there's no better hybrid system than Toyota, but if you're gonna lease. only going to live with it for three years so if it's not quite as good if it's not quite as fuel efficient uh it's not a big deal because you're not committing to this car for you know the next 10 years so i would i would tell you that i like what hyundai's doing with their hybrids i like that they've they're the only manufacturer out there that's got a lifetime uh warranty on the batteries so if you're going to look at something comparable to the prius that you've been looking at the ionic is what you want to take a look at sonata's great it's not a hybrid is amazing as a matter of fact but it's quite a bit bigger so you're not going to get the fuel economy out of it that you're going to get out of the ionic the ionics about the same size as the prius that you're used to but it looks more of a mainstream car if that makes any sense to you uh it's not one of those cars like a Prius where you glance at it and you go, oh, that's a hybrid. It doesn't come across that way. So I would look at it, and you're right, there's some great lease deals right now on um, on all the hybrids. We uh, Gas prices dictate hybrid prices. And although gas is up this year over last year at the same time, it's not drastically up to the point that hybrids, they're... Typically, when gas gets up in Texas to three, three and a quarter a gallon, there's a run on hybrids. And because they're not as popular as regular vehicles, the dealers don't stock a lot of them. So inventory sells out really fast. That's not the case yet. If gas prices continue on the upswing, that will be the case. But so far, uh, hybrids are just holding their own, not selling more or less. But I'll tell you this. Uh, it's a great car and if you try it and you and you lease one you'll enjoy the car and again if you end up buying it it's got a lifetime warranty on the battery so there you go. I appreciate the call brother you take care.
0: Some car shows are just infomercials for dealers. Others mean well, but they just don't know enough. So get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the car pro at 1-800-926-7777.
3: Eric in San Antonio, you're up next on CarPro USA. Eric, how can I help you?
1: Hey, Jerry. uh, Awesome show.
2: I love your show every weekend. Thank you, sir. um, My question is I know you've you've, uh, touched on it a lot, but I've been looking at a Ford F 250, 350. I've noticed, I know the prices are shot rocking unused. You should look at 2017, so up to 19, still holding at $65,70 plus thousand. Do you see these coming down anytime soon? Like during the summer or the fall?
3: Yeah, I or do. I-, I do they can't they can't stay this high. Uh this is this is a bubble that's gonna burst. And the dealers that I'm seeing out there paying, you know, over retail value for late model diesels and, you know, big SUVs and popular vehicles they're going to get burned on this because they just keep buying, and then when the when the market drops, it's going to drop hard and it's going to drop fast. I would give anything to know when that is. Best guess, it'll be the first of summer, depending on how quick the manufacturers can get microchips made for the vehicles that they need to build. And the funny thing about the auto industry is – Eric, they find ways to do things better than any other industry I've ever seen. They'll solve this issue. They'll start building new vehicles, diesels, for instance. They'll start running in plants seven days a week, three you know three shifts a day until they get caught up. And then that's going to bring the used prices down. Uh, I don't see it before the summer starts, but I do see it toward the end of summer. So... If you're not in a huge hurry, I believe, particularly with diesels right now, I think you could save uh, eight to ten thousand dollars waiting until the market readjusts itself.
2: Well, that's awesome because that's the whole thing. I'm not in a whole rush, and I was like this just going, do I buy newers, hold out, and, and wait for the market to drop?
3: You can't get a deal on a new one right now either. There's none. There's none out there. Um,
4: yeah, I've noticed that,
3: too. and If you find one, you better look it over closely because there's probably something wrong with it or it would have already sold. So you got to be really careful. Just hang loose until uh, after summer. Keep listening to the show, and I'll keep everybody updated.
0: Feel like a VIP when you buy an SUV? Call CarPro USA to find the right one at the right dealer. 1-800-926-7777.
3: That's hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by Progressive's Home Insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Start at Progressive.com and see what they can do for you. Look at look into bundling, too. That They've really saved some people some money doing that.
4: So, we got a comment message in our CarPro Facebook page this week. One, he said a little bit of hypocrisy going on in the auto industry. The uh, hypocrisy. Lexus. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, he said. Hmm. He watched the uh, excellent, very uh, attention getting Lexus Distracted Driving. Uh, Boy, that was an eye opener. Vi- video, yeah. That
3: and was in our newsletter.
4: Then, on the other hand, he was talking about Lexus offering AT&T's new streaming app, which would show you movies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he says, Well, well which is it? And I, I kind of sent it back to him the line from the story that you wrote about it, going, it's for the passengers when the car is in motion.
3: Yes, it is. Yeah,
4: it's not for the driver. Yes, it is. It's for the little boogers back in the back.
3: Boy, you think, you think that changing vehicles and updating them and making them prettier and you know nicer doesn't work in the auto industry? the The number one and two selling large SUVs in America in order is the Chevy Suburban and the Chevy Tahoe. Both brand-new entries for 2021.
4: But haven't they been on top for quite a while? Suburban has not.
3: Huh? Suburban has not. Really? No. Oh, no. Tahoe is there most of the time, for sure. But they've switched places, and and there's a pretty big disparity between Suburban and Tahoe with Suburban outselling it. A lot. And then you look at the luxury SUVs this year. Guess what? Cadillac Escalade. The other new one. So, it does make a difference. We had the list of the year-to-date best-selling large SUVs, year-to-date best-selling large luxury SUVs, and year-to-date best-selling pickups, all in this week's newsletter. Subscribe from the front page of carprousa.com. We'll get you a copy of it by tonight.
4: The Cadillac uh, Escalade, it had kind of fallen off in sales until they put out this new, new one, hadn't it?
3: You know, it had been pretty steady.
4: Steady, but not. But
3: not. We hadn't seen any increases over the past few years. In fact, sales were kind of slightly turn da- turning down oh. until this new one comes out. But I saw a used 2021 oh, no. at the auction last Wednesday bring $120,000. Sticker? About $105,000. 15000 over sticker to a dealer who's then got to pay transportation from the auction to the dealership. And he's got to pay the fees that the auction auctions get it both ways. You, you, you're you pay a buyer's fee and you pay a seller's fee. They got a racket.
4: You know, when I I hear those prices and then I hear you talk to dealers about whether or not they're participating, you know, buying cars for more than their sticker price on their lot. Yep. And then I want to go back and read your FAQ page. The article about the high price of no haggle pricing.
3: Yep. I see, I see these big box stores bidding against each other and they're outside the realm of good business sense. Now we're into egos, which you run into at auctions all the time. We've got CarMax and Carvana and Echo Park and several others that are that are big and they get to bend against each other and when you see that everybody else just puts their hand down and walks away because you're not a regular new car dealer is not going to outbid one of those big box used car stores so their
4: theory is that you're going to show up to buy a used car and you see the price and you figure well this is no haggle and da-da-da-da-da. It's got to be less than a new car and a new car dealership. Yes. I guess I'll pay it.
3: Well, uh, that's right. And they're publicly traded. Their their stock goes up and down on revenue. Uh,
4: ah, yeah, that's right. Sales.
3: Not profit like all of us independent dealers out there. So it's, it's a different world. Trust me. Talk to Jay in the Woodlands, Texas. Jay, what's going on, bud?
1: Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Hey, um I've got a 2018 Lexus GX 460 and the lease comes up the first part of next month. What I'm hearing you tell me is it may be worth the hassle to go ahead and buy the thing and then uh flip it.
3: You will be you'll be money ahead if you do. I'll tell you that. Um and GXs are we know there's a big change coming to the GX Pretty soon. It's due. Yeah, it is. And I think, had it not been for COVID and this microchip issue, I think we may have already seen it. But if yours is nice, that website that I gave out earlier that uh, will give you a bit on that thing, I saw a bunch of GXs go through this week. They're bringing good money. So you can...
1: 25,000 miles.
3: Yeah. yeah, that's not... What color is it?
1: Uh, it's that uh, garnet red.
3: Oh, okay. That, man, that's great. Um, I would at my FAQ page, Jay. Look at the, uh, look at look at the uh, article that I wrote. That's called evaluating your ability to trade. And in there, I give you that website and kind of walk you through, you know, how to figure out what your car's really truly worth, which is really uh-huh. something these days. And if if you can pay the tax on it, and then Sell it out to to uh, give me the VIN, the company that's on that page, and I've got, again, I've got the link there. You're going to be money ahead, and I'd be surprised if that wasn't the case. I Even paying sales tax, because you're in Texas, even paying sales tax, I would say there could be another couple of thousand dollars there. And then you could, you could go uh, to Clear Lake Lexus and talk to them there and get something else, whatever you want. Uh, but I think you'd be money ahead. I really do.
1: Well, actually, I'm looking at a Mercedes GLS AMG. Oh, I nice! That two months ago, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be ready by next month too, and uh, I hope the price stays the same that I negotiated uh,
3: yeah, two it, months ago. I mean, it should. There's no reason for there's no reason for the price to go up if you ordered it. That that should be set in stone.
1: Okay, it's being made in Alabama. Be here next next month.
3: So. Well, you'll like it. I like cool. the GLS. It's uh, it's a nice rig. The and I'm driving a Mercedes this week. It's an E350 sedan, and the mm-hmm. the only complaint I had on it that I noted in the review was the trackpad where you operate the screen for the radio and all the navigation and all that stuff. There is there is a learning curve to that, but I think. I don't think a week is enough for me to be able to get really good at it, but I think it will be for you. There's
1: fourteen you. different ways. There's fourteen different ways to control that screen there and look it up, and yeah, head up heads up display, and you've got yep. the trackpad, you've got the touchpad, you've got the haptics. You, it's it's crazy. Voice right. command,
3: yeah. I mean, I ended up using the the touch screen most of the week because I didn't love the trackpad. But other than that, Uh boy, Mercedes is just putting out some great stuff right now. And the GLS is one of my favorites. And I'm glad you got the AMG package. You will absolutely love that. And you look good in it, too. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Uh, CarProUSA.com. That's where you sign up for the website at the bottom of the page. And again, get it today. We'll get you this week's today. And you can read everything that we've been talking about here, including a new Jeep.
0: Sometimes that great deal on a car, truck, or SUV is only great for the dealer. You never have to worry about that with a CarPro USA dealer. Call Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, now at 1 800 926 7777.
4: This is CarPro USA. Jerry has a series of, what, 40 different true stories from a uh, former new car dealer?
3: Yes, 40.
4: 40. Started out to be five, then yeah. 10. Then I figured then, 10. Right yeah, maybe, yeah. max.
3: Because they're long,
4: sort of. Yeah, I mean, they're they're detailed stories. Uh, the great thing about it is you don't have to have been there and done that. Your writing sc- style is so good that you can imagine what you're talking about. The one, I think today, this week's, uh, story did so well just because of the title. Yeah. I quit. They probably, I think most people probably thought that was you saying I quit. It was, I know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like I quit right now, right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. No, but if you think of the ramifications of that and you should really put some thought into that. What? If I quit over a customer getting cheated, and I walked out. Yeah. And luckily, a few days later, the owner of the dealership called me and said, why did you leave us? And, and I told him the story. And he made it right with the customer. But if he hadn't, I would have probably been so soured on the car business that I would have never got into it. I would have never sold all my dealerships and started this radio show. And you'd be an indigent today. No,
4: I'd be working on a uh, midnight to six talk show in Peoria. <laughs> I think I could play in Peoria.
3: I think what you'd be doing is saying, welcome to Walmart. <laughs> <Maybe so. laughs> Doug in Reno. Welcome. Doug, what can I help you with? Yes,
1: sir. How are you? I love your show, and I wish it were easier to hear you in Reno.
3: Yeah, um, me too, because I love Reno. I'm
1: on the road, and, well, it's I, you know, Cars are probably going to be the Sacramento area that I would go to for you. But anywho, um, I'm looking at possibly uh, getting into a 911. I'd like to get something uh, used because they're 150k. Otherwise, right? Um, And I'd I'd like to get something that it's got to be an all-wheel drive because of the terrain that I'm in. Sure. uh, Mountain. Sure. So, do you? First of all, do you recommend them? Um, And second of all. if I got something from like the mid-aughts, like at 05 to 08, would that, is that too old? Would you recommend against that? Would you want to, you know, throw throw long and get something in the in the teens?
3: You know, I, uh, honestly, all, Doug, I wouldn't care about the age. Yeah. I, I'd only care about the miles. And these cars are sort of like Corvettes. Okay. You'll find some that were just weekend drivers with incredibly low miles. And I would try to find one from a private seller which you could do pretty easily, I believe, uh, between Reno and Tahoe and Sacramento, somebody in there's got something that'll work for you, but you can find out about the car. You can find out and look at the records and see how well it's been serviced, and that's going to make all the difference in my decision.
1: Okay. Um, Would you go automatic or standard shift?
3: I mean, I'd go automatic myself because... The PDK transmission has been so good and it feels so good. Yeah. And I get especially in the hills where where you are, I I get I'd get yeah. tired of shifting, man. I mean, it's fun for yeah. g- Give me about a week of it and I'm I'm begging for an automatic. Mhm.
1: Okay. Not as okay. much fun and
3: as it used to be. Separate.
1: Separately, um how are you on the GMC Yukon, that new Yukon? I've looked at it because I'm in an old SUV and I'm looking at flipping
3: it. Oh, please so get another one. It's fantastic. I've got a review up that I did uh, just before Christmas. Uh, I had the Tahoe, the Suburban, the Yukon, and the Escalade, all within I don't know uh, six weeks of each other and they're all great they're just they're all different in the way that they're equipped and the interiors and that sort of thing Yukon is probably the middle ground of really nice and you know not not driving a Tahoe the Escalade's gotten so expensive man we got to run but I thank you for the call
0: when you buy the wrong vehicle you pay over and over again first when you buy it Then again, every single time you get in it, find the right car for how you drive. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
3: Jerry in Santa Monica, you're last this hour, my friend. How can I help you?
4: Okay, there were three little goodies. Uh, you already answered the main one by your about your back. The other thing is that I've had a Prius, a Camry, and a Ford Fusion all hybrids. Yeah. And their systems with the braking and the wheel turning, they uh, were charging the battery. Right. On the all electric ones, did they
3: do that? Yeah. They you should take a look at the review. That was in yesterday's newsletter and is also on my website from the all electric Volkswagen ID4 that I had last week. It was a five passenger SUV. It had regener- regenerative braking. What I liked about it is you had a choice. A lot of the electrics out there have regenerative-, regenerative braking, but it's on all the time. And it takes a little getting used to because every time you let off the accelerator, the vehicle starts to slow down but it's sending friction to the batteries and charging them. So you could either have it on or off. And I got, I mean, I'll admit that it was a more enjoyable drive when it was off for me. But at the same time, I liked the range of this vehicle so much better on regenerative braking. So yeah, they're, they're there, but this was the first one I've had that you could, you had a choice.
1: Okay, and one other quickie thing is that with the display on
4: the, the Prius and the uh, Camry and the Ford Fusion, it was, it was fine. I've got a 21, 21 um, Lexus hybrid right now, and the display on either on the left or right side starts to fade out. It becomes grayer.
3: Huh, i hadn't heard
4: they're of that. You... Taking, it to the, taking it to the dealership, and uh, they play around with it, and
3: then they couldn't change it. Well, we're almost out of time here, Jerry, but you you might consider trying a different Lexus dealership. See if they can solve the problem. I appreciate your call, sir. Hey,
0: don't believe all the ads you see? Call CarPro USA, 1-800-926-7777.
2: Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework,